This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Thanks very much for staying with us on the Tuesday edition of Power Lunch here on Power 98.7. Of course, Ikama Ngoskona Malingabnis is standing in for Madame Babi Muloi today. We're together, my friends, until 3 p.m. It's a family affair. Oweez is here and so is Fano. You know that conversation we're having uh, just a short while ago on the psychology of moving. And we're speaking to counseling psychologist in Tabisigmui Gates. And I thought she said in her time of moving, there was no, like, cell phones and... Imagine having to do it like that now, Owen. Getting around Johannesburg for the first time with no Google, no one to ask. You're just there. Eh? The yellow pages and the map. You're throwing. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to this particular conversation now. Um, in a world filled with uncertainty and complexity, the ability to change one's mind can be a source of great strength. While some may see indecision or inconsistency as a drawback, the truth is that being open to change is a valuable skill that can lead to personal growth, innovation, and meaningful progress. While embracing the freedom to change your mind offers numerous benefits, it's important to acknowledge potential downsides and considerations that accompany this shift in mindset. And, um, This is what we now get into issues of you're allowed to change your mind, but what are the repercussions? And I think back to some days or weeks ago when um, Ayanda Alipane, she's now with Build One South Africa, a former broadcaster as well, uh, but also a former spokesperson of the Department of Transport and the backlash and criticism that she received for changing her mind, quote unquote, because perhaps many could argue that it wasn't a change of mind, but issues of being on the one side, being a part of the government and then being a critic once you are out of government. Also think back of former ESCOM spokesperson, Sikonati Manjanja. He was a huge critic of ESCOM before he joined the entity, right? He joined it and now he's back into, into the media space. So issues of this, when we look at it saying, yes, you're allowed to change your mind, but what are some of the repercussions? Let's speak now to life coach Kilebukhile uh, Ramahoba. Kilebukhile, thanks very much for your time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Gosinati. How are you? In the I'm fantastic. Today? I'm fantastic. And I'll allow you to say Gosinati. I don't know, maybe if, if I should say it's Ngosikona, but the reason is because they've, they've oh. essentially got the same meaning. It's okay. It's completely, completely okay. Are there repercussions? Perhaps that should be our first point of departure. There are repercussions. And I'm so happy that you highlighted those examples before, you know, when we started the conversation. Mm. Examples, because I saw the backlash as well, Mm. right, where um, people were responding and lashing out to Samo, you were here last year, today, you're here today, type of thing, you know? And how then do we navigate around those? Because remember that people are humans of, you know, um, habit. So some, when something changes, people don't often react very well to it, mm. especially when it's a change that may have a direct or indirect impact on our well-being. So I'm very happy with the examples that you've laid out now, because right now, we are going through so many changes. And remember that change has a lot to do with trust as well, right? So how then do we look at these? Because change can happen. You can decide to change your mind this morning, you know, and go to corner. Mm. 
about something and it might have an impact on other people, right? But then have you been open about that change or have you been transparent about that change? Have you consulted certain people? Because sometimes we take decisions and we change our minds, you know, without consulting anyone because it's a very personal decision. Mm. It's about, you know, um, context as well. So have we consulted? Have we, you know, um, you know, reached out to anyone about that change? And have we provided context to anyone else that may, may be um, affected by that change? Mm. And, you know, um, regarding one of the people that you mentioned there, I think the reason why she got a lot of backlash was because she was in and now she's out. Mm. You understand me? Mm. And they, I feel like people felt like there's an acknowledgement of a mistake or you saw what was going on, you benefited, and now you are here. But then have you acknowledged the mistake? So change also, you know, or changing your mind also comes with acknowledging mistakes, mm. right? Where if change in perspective or decisions is due to maybe you realize that something is not working there and I might come with something, you know, new here, or you realize an oversight, acknowledging it openly and taking responsibility can also help mm. where we may admit certain faults, where we demonstrate humility and we can actually oh, um, enhance trust and also show a willingness to learn and improve. So where we show people that, you know what, I see yes, it didn't work out there in the past, but now we are here today mm. and mistakes were made. But yes, my changing of mind is not something wrong, but it's also just to help you know, improve mm. things going forward. Finding solutions as well where we shift the focus from dwelling on the past to finding solutions and moving forward. But we need to emphasize the positive aspects of the change and why we're changing our minds and how it aligns with mm. maybe the organization or the team's goals and encouraging collaborations in finding ways to implement the change effectively. Yeah. And then another one is, um, which is very important is follow through that once we make a decision, right, we need to follow through consistently and demonstrate commitment to the new direction, which can help win the trust and help build credibility and re reinforce trust over time. And also just lead by example when you change your mind, you know, mm. as a leader or as an influencer. So if I was at point A, then now I'm at point B. Let's demonstrate a willingness to change our own mind based on the new information or feedback, which sets a positive example for others. And it can also encourage others to, you know, adopt the culture of, you know, continuous learning and also just rebuilding trust. Sure. You speak about issues of, you know, acknowledging mistakes, etc. But do you find that people often focus too much on, on this particular aspect of this process and they don't look at perhaps the upside of the change that this person has embarked on? I mean, you look at this example where someone is in government and they now out of government, they go into a different space and they now have the opportunity to critique um, what government is currently doing or not doing in a sense. So do you find that people focus too much on the space of, well, you were in government, how can you now be here? And they don't look at perhaps the positive that comes in that sort of change of mind. Yes, you know, um, remember that in Kona, we are humans and we are humans and 
you know, um, people of obviously, you know, um, habit. So people will always focus on you are there, right? Mm. You are a big influencer in a way or a big leader in a way in that space. But now you're changing. So where are you now? And it's a matter of association. So it's very, very important for, I think, us as human beings to also teach people how to, you know, navigate these changes and how to adapt to these changes. Because it is possible that you you find yourself in any situation at this point in time, you are in this work environment. And I'm going to mention work environment because it is work in many ways. Sometimes it doesn't have to do with a lot of belief and everything. Sometimes you do find yourself in a certain work Mm. environment and you may not agree with the principles, the values, and the behaviors that are running that environment. And you decide to deviate or to change your mind and go and, you know, delve into something new. So, you know, we always talk about association, right, and, you know, beliefs and conscious of beliefs. But then how then do we become accepting to the fact that we as humans are creatures of change mm. and habit, right? So I just feel like if we can open our minds to say that, yes, maybe a person or a leader in a certain space, and I don't want to speak about leaders in a in the greatest spectrum of things because yes. it's very complex out there, but that some people may authentically see the need to actually contribute the, to, towards the change that we are working towards, where the organization is no longer committed to that change, but then there's new spectrums or new perspectives towards the change that the organization is not in line with, mm. then how then you know, how then how do we forgive people and how do we then move towards that change? How do we gravitate towards that? Yeah. Remember that Ugosikana, it's a matter of trust. Mm. Once mm. trust has been established, you need to be able to navigate people through changes that may take place within that trust spectrum. Right. And I think this is one thing that we are currently facing in the current situation where there's a lot of changes that are happening in the spectrum, but changes that have been established through or by the people that we trusted as information leaders, mm. right? As, you know, um, employees of certain organizations, as people in general that we want that trust, but then now they change their mind. So how does it impact on us? But I just believe that some people are authentically looking for the better options or better solutions for other people in the longer term. Mm-hmm. And hence, that's why the changes will take place. So change by association, change also by trust is very complex to understand. But then how the leaders or how the people involved navigate through the change can help, yeah. you know, in the transition. So the, the other people that are navigating throughout these changes and that have been supporting them as well. Sure. And you speak about, you know, uh, issues of we're just human at the end of the day. So I'm then tempted to ask how much grace do we give to people who change their minds whereby perhaps even their decision or that particular decision may affect many other people? You know what, it's it's very subjective because my trust levels compared to yours, compared to another person's, may not always be the same. And our levels of commitment as well, Mm. right? But I believe that from the foundation of us being human and from understanding where 
you know, where people come from. Because people can change their minds, but you must also remember that we as well on the receiving end are people and we can also change our minds. So it can happen that we will lose the trust of the people that we have. So my biggest point here is about, you know, if you are a person of influence or in a leadership space and you know that you hold a high influential post, um, uh, sorry, um, uh, position yeah. and you're also very credible, you know, how do your changes affect other people, you know, and how do you navigate through those? So it's very, very important to maintain influence and credibility when you make the changes because yeah. at the end of the day, people need to adapt and go to class. People mm. need to adapt. So through kid um, communication, where we we communicate the reasons behind the change in the decision of the plan. Why did we change the decision or why did we change the plan? Where we explain the new information, um, you know, um, effectively the insights or the circumstances that led to Mm. the change. Where we need to provide transparency, which is a huge issue here. Transparency is very important because it helps maintain credibility and it helps to ensure that others understand the rationale behind the decision that was taken, yeah. right? And then demonstrating flexibility where we show a willingness to adapt and change course when necessary. Sure. Where this demonstration also demonstrates humility and a commitment towards making an informed decision based on the best available information. Right, yeah. and then focusing on solutions where we need to shift the focus from the change itself to the solution that the change itself presents, where we need to mm. emphasize the positive aspects of the new direction and how it addresses challenges or it improves the outcomes of those that are going to be affected. You know, we need to highlight the benefits of the change and what you can maintain as influence and how you can also rally support from others through this change. And then also, very important, is consistency in values and principles where we ensure that the change that has been made aligns with your own Mm. values and principles that people have followed you based on, right? Mm. People have supported you based on. So consistency in your beliefs and actions which reinforces credibility and trustworthiness even when making these changes or decisions or plans. And then also acknowledge the impact and follow through. And where possible, seek input and collaboration, right? Where you need to involve others in the decision-making process and seek that input when making these changes, right? Lead by example and and follow through these strategies where you can effectively navigate changes to decisions or plans while maintaining influence and credibility amongst the stakeholders being you and I, the layman, and being the other people as well that play a role in this whole yeah. process that has, you know, fostered the support mm. that you received as a decision maker. Yeah. And and what I'm gathering from your response, Gilebochile, um, is that it's possible to then maintain influence and credibility if you follow um, all of these steps, um, if I should say so. Yes, it is. But if if you authentically you know, follow through the steps. And if you are an authentic person where you understand that I'm not dealing with dolls here, I'm not dealing with, 
you know, mannequins. I'm mm. dealing with human beings that yeah. get affected by the changes that I'm making in Kosikona. You know, and that's what people tend to forget that it's easy to put something out there and then people go with it and then I can change my mind like that. There are, in, there are emotions, there are feelings, there are knowledges, there are skills and so many things that are affected by these changes. And people are not something that you can take advantage of, you know. You need to acknowledge them and respect them as well. Mm. Mm. We've been speaking about it from, you know, the level of a political influential space, but let's also bring it a bit closer to home and speak about, you know, our families, our friend circles, uh, those sort of um, environments. Does the same then apply even in is- when issues of uh, transparency are, are concerned and open communication? Okay, we seem to have lost Klebochile uh, there. We're just going to try and establish a uh, connection with her again. Apologies for that. Uh, her line seems to have a drop there. But of course, uh, we're still speaking about, you know, being allowed to change your mind. But what repercussions do you also then have to contend with? Uh, you can weigh in on this conversation on 861 uh, On X, we're at PowerFM987. Tag me directly at Mnisinko Sikona. And remember to use the hashtag PowerLunch. Klebochile, great to have you back on the line i was just Uh, asking apologies for that i was just asking whether or not you know this applies in a family or friendship environment because we've spoken about it from an issue of a political you know position and influence at that particular level but now let's bring it closer to home and speak about our own families and our own friendship circles does the same apply in terms of how you communicate and maintaining transparency you know what? Um, it does apply. And remember that even in all contexts in Gosikana, we're dealing with human beings. Mm. So you can take all of this and go and apply it in your own context, but it depends on how it's also going to be received, right? I think it's easier with family and friends instead of, you know, in comparison to the larger spectrum, like the political spectrum. Mm. But we need to be adaptable because if somebody else has to come and communicate a change to both you and I today, how are we going to take it? We are going to question a lot of things about that change. We are going to, you know, um, want to have input and suggestions. And we're going to also look at how it affects us, you know, mm. whether in a friendship, whether in a relationship, whether, you know, relationship being, you know, with friends again, with family or with loved ones, like intimate partners as well. So it does have a huge impact and it's about how we communicate it and how people receive it and also preparing them for this change because at the end of the day, some changes do not just take place sporadically. Some changes we think them through, we process them, we contextualize them, we kind of see how or gauge how it's going to work or how it's going to fit in. But then, you know, when you put it out there, then how is it going to receive be received and also on the receiving end we as a change agent how then do we receive the feedback so it does affect us on all spectrums in all relations that mm. we have in our lives 
And then at a personal level, um, you know, as we said, people often face criticism and backlash over the decisions to change their minds. Uh, but at a personal level, how do I then, um, in your view, deal with it and the backlash that I you know, receive? And how do I then also start to look at the experience um, as one of personal growth and, you know, rather than just a source of doubt or uncertainty? So not sitting in that state of, okay, I'm being criticized and I almost feel a bit anxious and panicky about the situation. And how do I look at it a bit differently? So, you know, I'm I'm so happy that you touched on the issue of personal growth because remember that changing our minds can be a powerful opportunity for personal growth and learning, right? Mm. Instead of us see, seeing it as, you know, um, an attack or uh, in terms of feedback, but as seeing it as an attack or as, you know, um, a resistance to change. So there are certain ways in which we can reframe the experience where we need to, imp- number one, we can embrace the curiosity where we approach the process of changing our mind with curiosity and maybe the thirst of knowledge, right? Mm. Seeing it as an opportunity to explore new perspectives, new ideas and new information and where we embrace curiosity, which can help us open doors to continuous learning and growth, right? Mm. And then another point is practicing self-reflection, where we take time to reflect on the reasons behind our decisions, um, to change our minds or, you know, um, what led us to that change? What new insights or information um, can be influenced by our thinking? What can we learn from this experience about ourselves mm. and our decision-making process where self-reflection fosters self-awareness and personal growth? And then another point is viewing mistakes as learning opportunities where we recognize that changing our minds is not a sign of weakness, but rather a sign um, of continuous learning and the learning process. And mistakes and course corrections can provide valuable lessons that can help inform us of future decisions and actions. And we need to also embrace the opportunity to learn from our experiences and also grow stronger as a result. Another one that can result, Gosikona, um, is mm. cultivating resol- resilience, mm. where we develop resilience in the face of doubt or uncertainty that may accompany changing our minds. So reminding ourselves that it is okay to be uncertain and that setbacks are an opportunity for growth. So cultivating resilience can help enable us to bounce back stronger from the challenges and the setbacks that we may face. Yeah. And then speaking feedback and input as well, where we welcome feedback from others as we navigate through our changes in our thinking process or thought process. Mm. And then also setting realistic expectations, understanding that our personal growth and learning takes time and patience. Set realistic expectations for ourselves and to allow ourselves grace as we navigate through the changes in our thinking and also remember celebrating small victories mm. and also focus on the journey and not the outcome. Yeah. Shift our focus from the end result to the process of growth and discovery. Sure. What a pertinent conversation, Kalebo And Thank you so much for helping us make sense of it all. I think it's really one that um, is such an important one to have and continue uh, to speak about. Thanks very much for your time this afternoon. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.